This is another episode of the Upstate Music Mind Podcast. Here's your hosts, Ryan Stearns and Johnny Keys. All right. All right. Welcome back to the Upstate Music Mind Podcast. And Dr. Love Beats is back from his worldwide tour. I'm back from the world tour, y'all, and glad to be back. Thank y'all for having me, Upstate Music Mind. So, man, you've been busy out there with a couple bands, with Sun-Dried Vibes, of course, and with Eric Weiler. But yeah, man, uh, how, how was it? Tell, Dude, tell yes. us a little bit. Dude, so over the past month, I've been on the road with Sundry Vibes, Eric Weiler, and then me and my wife went on tour. We didn't play music. But it was just a vacation, but we call it a tour. So <laughs> yeah, Sundry, we played, we played out in Colorado and Montana. And then I came home, played with Eric, and we drove down to Florida and played down in Florida. Then me and the wife went up to Michigan and spent like a week up there. Man, you you did go almost coast to coast. Dude, like I got like 100 hours of drive time, I think. Seriously. But uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun in all those places. Like we got a beautiful country out there, y'all. And beautiful. I heard some great live music everywhere I went too. So that was awesome. Nice, nice. uh, Name drop a couple cities or venues real quick. Okay, cool. So I saw I saw this band on Mackinac Island, which is in um, Upper Michigan, and the band was called The Accidentals. It was three hmm. ladies, all right, and the drummer was killing it, and then the bass player would play cello sometimes, and then the guitar player would play violin sometimes, and it was just like had almost like a downtown alive setup. Whereas oh, like word. on Mackinac Island, you can't drive cars, so it was only bikes and like horses driving around. It was super cool. Wow, that's crazy. And then we went down to, in Stewart, Florida, we played this real cool place. It was called the, um, the Maui. No, Magui's. Uh, Mr. Miyagi's. Maui. They said it there and it was like, not Man. Oh, Manja. That was it. Manja. And that was in, um, yeah, Port Salem in Florida. Okay. Manja. Nice. nice. So, yeah, there's a little taste of some music all across the country, man. Yeah, man. Awesome. I'm glad you had a good time out there. Umpod Nation missed you. We did have a little cameo uh, from Johnny Keys last week, so that was fun. Um, Shout out to Johnny Keys. Y'all should have used a couple sound bites from me while Johnny Keys was going when I oh, in there. <laughs> we should have. Beats, beats drops. Oh, man. Okay. Maybe next time. Let the beats drop. All right. So, I guess we should talk about the artist this week, and it is a young up-and-comer, this... Uh, this kid's got some talent, man. Yeah, it's obvious. His name is Luke Deuce. Luke, Luke Deuce. Deuce, ladies and gentlemen. So, uh, Beats, tell us a little bit, man. All right. What so, do you know about him? All right, Luke Deuce, country artist, young man. This man, is he's a young fella, okay? But he sings like he's got that old soul kind he of sure thing. He sure does. He sure does. And um, this is like you can tell where the potential's going because every time he flipping plays Smiley's, Smiley's, rest in peace right now, music venue downtown, yes. it would be packed to the max every time Luke Deuce was up there. And he also had a bunch of stickers tagging it up. When you have, like, we don't, they don't have that many country artists playing, you know, Smiley's. So you got to be authentic and you got to be good. And those are two things that Luke Deuce is. Those, right. are, those are two Deuce things right there. Authentic, talented. That's the Deuce that the Deuce provides you. There it is. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm sure he hates being called the Deuce, but we're about to drop one on you here. It's it's Luke Deuce. <laughs> Should I take that out? That's kind of... <laughs> I don't know. He, he's, he was a nice guy. He's, he's got a sense of humor. I'm sure it, it'll be fine. All right. <laughs> All right. 
Drop the deuce. <laughs> Hello, is this Mr. Stearns? This is Mr. Stearns. Is this Mr. Luke Deuce? Yes, sir. It sure is. Fantastic. I appreciate you coming on the show with us today, buddy. I, uh, I know that you're a busy man, and uh, so we, we, we wanted to get you on as soon as possible. Absolutely, and I appreciate y'all doing this. Um, it, I haven't done really many of these, so I'm, I'm, I'm new to all of it, but I appreciate you for giving me the chance. 100%, man. We, uh, we dig your style, and uh, you've gotten a lot of respect in the music community from different people involved. So, um, like I said, we're, we like the trajectory that your career is already going in. And, you know, before we kind of jump into the music, man, you're, you're obviously a, a, a younger guy here, so your story can't be too crazy long, but do you want to tell people... Uh, kind of how you got started in the music, and let them know how, how old you actually are, Luke. Yes, sir. I'm I'm 18, right in the upstate of South Carolina. I, I got started probably about seven years ago. I, uh, I got into a program called the Yams Program, and as you progressed in that, you got into their band called the Sweet Potato Pie Kids, and I did that for about two or three years with them, and I decided I want to go out and, and make a name of myself and and take my career further. And from there, I got to meet a bunch of great people. Um, right now, I'm writing with a guy named Keith Stegall. He's the uh, CMA producer of the decade. Produced multiple big names out there. But I take a trip back and forth to Nashville once a month to write with him and meet a bunch of other great people. Oh, wow. So that's a monthly trip you take out there? Yes, sir. And uh, what, when did that start or how did that come about? So we were actually, it was, I think it was around December, about two years ago, we were playing this lady's birthday party at uh, in Patrick Square at a place called Cat Hill Brewing. And it was warm enough that this one particular guy was sitting out on his porch at his condo. And he had his, I believe it was his father-in-law was with him, and said, uh, I wonder where that music is coming from. So they came. <laughs> They came to Cat Hill and found us and uh, walked up to Dad said, do you mind if I take a video of your kid? I, I think he's great. I want to send it to a few people. And uh, he ended up sending that video to a guy named Alan Cates. And Alan Cates is a part of Broken Bow Records and a bunch of those other bands. And um, he introduced us to Mr. Keith. And then from there on out, we went for about a year back and forth talking to Mr. Keith. And he told me, he said, I want you to come up here and write with me. And here we are. Wow, man. That's awesome. That's great. Yeah. And so uh, you talked about your dad, talked about your old man a little bit. <clears throat> um, now, I'm, I'm trying to make sure that I don't mess up my connections here. Um, obviously, I've met a lot of people in the last few years here. But um, is your dad in the music business himself? And, and what is he known for? So my dad, he uh, when he was 10, his dad gave him a guitar. And from there, he he's... A real engineer kind of guy, so he likes to know how things work and how they're put together. And uh, but he's a real big luthier guy. Um, a lot of the instruments I play, I've either built that he's taught me how to build. But that's his main thing is building and repairing instruments of any sorts. Um, excellent. Yeah, I think I want to say the first time I heard your name and uh, maybe re- references to uh, to your family there is uh, from Mr. Andrew Brown of Golden Grove. And uh, yes, sir. He's, he's, that's a great man there. And he had a lot of positive things to say about you. Well, I'm glad to hear that. We love Andrew. We love what he's doing with his brewery. We, uh, he actually gave me my first chance. One of my first gigs when he, uh, had the Appalachian Ale House, uh, here in Pickens. Absolutely. Yeah. That, so that, that kind of kills two birds with one stone here. I was going to ask you kind of, um, maybe where you got your start or the first few places that you remember playing when you're first starting out. Yes, sir. Um, 
we had a jam that went on here at my dad's shop for close to 18 years and uh we decided there was a bunch of bunch of people that would like to bring their own beverages and it was a bit of a risk so we moved it to the ale house and uh that jam continued on every wednesday and uh andrew said i like i like how you sound kid i want to i want to get you up here to play a show one night and i was like you just let me know when and from there on out i started progressing with it that's excellent, man. So speaking of your sound, I don't want to make the people wait any longer. Um, we obviously play a track, at least a track from every artist that we feature. Um, so is there one that you have in mind here you'd like to display, something new or something that personally you just would like to put out there for everybody? Well, there is one right now that I love a lot. It's the first one out of my Nashville sessions called Small Town View. Um, I actually had to get up the other week when Trump was in town and they wanted me to get on the news and to be up there at like 4.30. Oh, like, uh, really? That's pretty early for a Pickens boy. But, uh, <laughs> I went up there and did a whole interview on it, and it's it's about my point of view on a small town of any small town in anywhere, but it, I based it off of Pickens. Okay, excellent. And it's a small town view is the name of the track? Yes, sir. All right, well, we'll go ahead and lay that down for everybody, and we'll come right back. Passing by in a blink of an out on Highway 98. You take your exit nine, it's a 30 minute drive to welcome some of heaven's gates. Got a half of my mind to a shop front scale, claiming nothing that you can't buy. Day after day, it stays the same and stands the test of time. I'm just giving you a little bit of my small town You pretty sight you ever seen I'm 
And that was Small Town View from Mr. Luke Deuce, who we have on the line here today at the Upstate Music Mind podcast. And uh, so you were discussing uh, an interview you did. I think I might have seen that on your page. Was it was it like a CBS interview? Yes, sir. I did a, a section out of the Channel 7 News, and then I did their zip trip. Oh, okay. Have you done many publications? I know you said that this is kind of one of your one of your first kind of interview style things. Do you, have you had much media exposure? Yes, sir. Um, we had... Name, but he put an article out on me on the um, on the Greenville article. Oh, and, uh, is it Vincent Harris, perhaps? Yes, sir. It sure is. That okay, is exactly. It. And uh, we actually got to know Vincent through a lady. Um, she helped get me nominated into the uh, Upstate Music Awards, and uh, it was Sheila Merck. Sheila Merck put us in touch with him. Oh, excellent! And, we love Sheila. And uh, Mr. Vincent said I'd like to do an article on you, and he. He came and uh, talked with me, and uh, other than that, I've had a few few times that I was on uh, on the news with Sweet Potato Pie Kids, and got to talk on the news then as well. Well, fantastic, man! It it sounds like you got a lot of stuff going on, and uh, you're staying busy. And it's so early in your career, but uh, you know we're all we're all rooting for you. We're in your corner. I think you have a, a very bright future ahead. So, as far as maybe some things that you want to promote here in the very near future, in kind of the area, is there is there some events or some performances you'd like to relay to everybody? Well, right now, um, I believe it is. I hope I'm getting this right. It's February 24th. I'm going to be. This will be next year. I'll be in Liberty. And uh, I will do an acoustic set opening up for Mr. Aaron Tippin. And uh, if that goes well, there will probably be a time in April where he'll have his full band in Georgia. And I'll open up with him again in, in Georgia with my full band. Oh, excellent. Anderson, um, one of my bigger shows is probably going to be Wendell's. I play there two nights in a row. I play there Friday and Saturday, uh, July 28th and 29th. I'll actually have um, Randy Travis's old guitar player playing with me then. Oh, wow. Yes, sir. Uh, how'd you get that linked up? Just through my, my lead guitar player, who's been with me for a long time. Um, he, he knew Mr. Ronald and uh, said uh, he asked me if I wanted to have him play with us one night. And I said, well, if he's willing, I'd sure I'd love it. Well, and so, I mean, speaking of your lead guitarist, I guess we might as well go ahead and give a little shout out to, to some of your bandmates and some of your cohorts here. Yes, sir. I, uh, I'm actually having to train two new guys right now. A guy, <laughs> nice. A guy named Trent Langston and uh, Justin Gamble. Um, Trent is my new bass player and Justin is my new drum drum player. Okay, great. Are, uh, are they uh, young bucks as well? Are they seasoned veterans? Yes, sir. Um, Justin. Justin's 25 and Trent is 28. Excellent, man. So that's a lot of great stuff. Um, as far as, uh, let's see here, like social media, um, are you are you very active on there? Where can people come check you out and see your progress and where, you, where you're playing? Social media is a great place to, to look to see where I'm playing weekly. If they'd like to plan out to come see me, the best place to look is my website, and that's lukedoosemusic.com. It has my schedule until... The entire end of the year, everywhere I'm playing, it'll have um, address.
addresses, everything you need to figure out where we're playing at. All right. There it is, folks. LukeDeuceMusic.com. He's always, uh, you're obviously going to be on Instagram and Facebook and all that good stuff, too, as well. Yes, sir. Do you have a TikTok? I sure do. I sure do. It should be Luke Deuce Music. Luke, yeah, man. Uh, I appreciate you coming on the show today. Uh, we would like to do an in-person interview sometime, maybe in the future, and maybe get you to play a, a tra- uh, track live on the air. We've done that a couple times. Always enjoy doing something like that. So if you're open to that, man, um, maybe in the next few months we'll get you back on in the next season and, and we can do this again. Yes, sir. Absolutely. I would love that. All right, Luke. Anything else uh, for Unpod Nation before I let you go, bud? No, sir. I think that was it. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you, sir. And we'll uh, we'll stay in touch and uh, we'll talk to you soon. All righty. Thank you. Yes, sir. And that was... The Luke Deuce interview for you. That's Luke Deuce, y'all. There he was. If you didn't know, now you know. Go listen. Go see him. Wish him all the luck in the world there. I think he's got a bright future, like I told him in the interview. I mean, uh, the kid's really talented. So Yeah, go see him before he's like selling out places you can't get a ticket. Go right, ahead and right. go see him right now. He's giving me uh, Marcus King kind of vibes. Exactly. When people should have saw him when he was 15. And, exactly. You know, don't, don't miss this opportunity, y'all. You get to see him right now for free. Think about that. <laughs> Think about being like, oh, yeah, I saw Marcus King for free. Like, oh, yeah, right. I saw Loose Deuce for free. Yep. It's happening, y'all. Go see him <laughs> before he's sold out. Right. Oh, man. Hey, uh, Ryan Strands, would you pour me up a cup of that RC Cola, please? Oh, absolutely, RC Cola. Oh, dang. It's still fizzing right at the top. Thank you. Perfect pour. Ah. Oh, I do have the sound effect already with the uh, can opening. All right, ladies and gentlemen, when we pour a glass of RC Cola, that means it is time for this day in music. (laughs) Or at least that's what it means from now on, I guess. That's right. If we can remember. Oh, yes. That'll be the thing. We're moving on from falsetto to RC Cola pour it. Today, July 17th, just a few years ago, 2019, Snow Patrol's ballad Chasing Cars was named the most played song of the 21st century. So it was released in 2006, but I guess in the totality so far at that point. But the second place song was Black Eyed Peas, I Got a Feeling, <laughs> believe it or not. And the third one, third place was Farrell's uh, Happy. I would think uh, Happy would have been number one, honestly, out of those three. But Wow, I'm... I'm- you know, the, I got a feeling seemed to be everywhere. That just seemed to be everywhere. And then the chasing cars one, that seemed to be like on every TV show. And yeah, on well, a lot and of TV. every every The Will show for a while too. By the way, my band. I'm we- oh shit. And speaking of, I'm wearing. Oh, uh, we are rocking. Unpod <laughs> Nation. I, I got it. We got a uh, confession. Okay, like we both of us. We're both wearing our own band tees right now. Right, but his is way cooler than mine. His, who am I? You got this. the, you got the nostalgia tee, y'all. I do. I do. I have the old fucking silhouette shirt. But anyway, hey, segue from that. You know who else <laughs> has a lot of great, really great band tees? Oh, On July seventh, nineteen eighty-seven, the Ozzy Osbourne band started a sixteen-week tour of the U.S. prisons. Wow. They might have not sold merch that, actually. I guess not, unless they traded it for like a pack of cigarettes and an How apple. How does that work? Yeah, it's like, that's yeah, a that, lot that of dates. Some, that takes some nuts right there. Yeah, like Metallica did one show, you know, like one prison date. Right. Johnny Cash did one Folsom prison thing. Well, you know, that, this might out crazy this, man, uh, what we just said. I mean, so on July 17th, 1972... 
Do you want to read that one, actually? A bomb exploded under the Rolling Stones equipment van in Montreal, believed to be a work of a French separatist. Angry fans rioted rioted after 3,000 tickets for the show turned out to be fake. Oh, Oh, snap. That's crazy, man. Bootleg. Not good. So on July 17th, 1967, let's just do a couple more here to wrap up. The Beatles. The Beatles. The Beatles. Uh, single All You Need Is Love and Slash Baby You're a Rich Man. It, be, it was released in the, U, in the U.S., so it was released on this day in 1967. Nice. So this was like a summertime jam. That's right. Also, I believe that's the summer of love. On this day... Another great track. King Records released Papa's Got a Brand New Bag by James Brown. Oh, snap. So, yeah, man. It went over to sell 2 million copies, over 2 million copies, and received the Grammy Award for best. For <laughs> It said it twice. For best for best. I mean, it, it, the best of That's the That's how good. It's best. James, y'all. I mean. Double best rhythm and blues recording. So, anyway. For best. Pow. You got to say for best, and the band hits you. For best. Pow. pow. You're fired. Twenty dollars. Uh, <laughs> $20. Yeah, that's that's it. God, that's better. And that's more accurate, folks. I'm an asshole. But yeah, Papa's Got a Brand New Bag is considered seminal in the emergence of funk music as a distinct style. There you go. All right. Born on this day, July 17th in 1987, so a year older than me, American singer-songwriter, record producer Jeremiah Felton, his debut single, Birthday Sex, which was also recorded <laughs> in Francais, in French, <laughs> peaked at number four. Huh. Recorded in French. I bet it sounds pretty cool. Oh, I bet it does. <laughs> Francais. Parlez-vous Francais? Oh, see. Okay. Oui. Uh, oh, see. 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 Fuck yeah. Hey, <laughs> look at this shit. Hold on. Oh, wait. On July 17th, 1985, Tom Fletcher, guitar, vocalist, McFly. Oh, McFly. So not the local band. <laughs> not the local band with the red suit that we all grew up being like, this is awesome. <laughs> but a different band. Right here, July 17th, 1980, Philip Lawrence. What'd he do? He was a producer and songwriter who was a part of the Smeezingtons. Wow. Wow. The Smeezingtons record producing team. But you're going to recognize these names with Bruno Mars and Ari Levine. Mm -hmm. At least the first one. He worked with Adele, Snoop Dogg, CeeLo Green, Justin Bieber, Flo Rida, and many other artists. Oh, y'all. July 17th, 1976. Luke Bryan, American country music singer, songwriter. He began his music career singing songs like Travis Tritt, Billy Turnington, and then Bryan's first nine solo albums have included 14 number one country music hits. 14, damn. Oh, we got to go. We got to do this guy's name. July 17th, Luke Combs. Right below him. Jared Cordes. Okay, that's not Luke Combs. I apologize. <laughs> Luke Deuce and Luke Combs do a tour together, like the the Luke Deuce tour, tour like two Luke tour or something. Yeah. I don't know. You got to help me figure out the marketing for that. Yo, July 17th, 1952. Cher. <laughs> Chet. Ch- Look at this dude's name. It's sweet. Chet McCracken. <laughs> Chet McCracken. Chet McCracken. The drummer for Doobie Brothers. There it is, man. Wow. Number one single, What a Fool Believes. That is my favorite song from Doobie. There you go, man. Well, here's another one. All right. July 17th, 1950, Otis Damon Harris, vocals for The Temptations. Mm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
I love them temptations. All right, and to conclude is someone I've never heard of, but I love his name. He was born on this day in 1938. Mr. Stan Brostein. He's just one of your best friends, your Jewish best friends. His name is Stan Brostein, and he played sax. And in the band Elephant's Memory, but he also worked with John Lennon on his album, his 1972 album, Sometime in New York City. All right, that's going to wrap up this day in music, bro. Nice. All right, so... uh, yeah, man. Uh, once again, it was awesome having Luke on the show today, and uh, it's it's great having Beats back in the studio. Of Glad course, to be man. back so, in the studio, y'all. Um, also, uh, next week, stay tuned because we're gonna have uh, featured a, another new venue in the area, Social Latitude. We're gonna have them on. Sweet. Um, as well as Sweet Spine. Very sweet, double sweet. Oh, and then the bonus, of course, at the end, which we won't reveal today. A little surprise. (laughs) All right, man. Uh, I think that's going to about wrap it up for this week, bro. Sounds good, y'all. Unpod Nation. I'm Dr. Lovebeats. This is Brian Stearns. Yeah, yeah. You've been awesome. Unpod Nation out.